0: It's over, Darkseid. Even you must realize the folly of being a king without a kingdom. I doubt the battle between the two Kryptonians will bring about such destruction. I'm not talking about them. Surprised to see
1: me? A little. I'm more surprised that I lived so long.
0: Batman, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, Batman. Or have you met? Not now. Are you all right, sir? The Scarecrow drugged me with some kind of fear toxin. I never know when it's going to hit me. Having horrible visions. I am
1: not a disgrace. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman!
0: I am the nerd with too many lightsabers. I am your favorite host in all of podcasting. I am obi John Kenobi. And welcome to another all-new Nerd Alert This is going to be a bit of a somber episode, but we're going to have fun with it like we always do. Uh, We are taking some time to acknowledge the passing of an absolute icon in nerd culture, uh, Kevin Conroy, the immortal voice of the Dark Knight, has left us. But today we are going to ensure uh, or help ensure his legacy lives on, and we're going to talk about his body of work. But before we get to that, let me introduce who's going to help me talk all about Kevin Conroy's ridiculously lengthy voice acting career. Let me introduce the rest of the crew to you. First up, my right hand man, the man who keeps the nerd and the top nerdy to me network, ladies and gentlemen, Commander Scott. So I don't know about you,
2: but when I think of Batman and Kevin Conroy, I think Pepsi, because that's the only way I can find to make this here this week's nerd fact even remotely close. to...
0: to Wait, what? <laughs> you nailed it, Scott. <laughs> You are so good, Segwiz. <laughs> I am. I am. Aren't I?
2: <laughs>
0: Seamless. Okay. No, Bad man. Pepsi. Got so,
2: something I learned about uh, here recently I thought I would bring up because it was funny because it happened uh, in, in, in 1992 and, and I don't actually remember hearing anything about this. Um, apparently, Pepsi ran a promotion in the Philippines um, called uh, Pepsi Number Fever they announced they would print numbers ranging from 0001 to 999 inside the uh, the caps or the the the, the bottle crowns of the the metal the metal caps on on the, the the glass bottles of Pepsi, 7up, Mountain Dew and uh Mirinda bottles. I don't even know what Mirinda is. Um certain numbers uh, could be redeemed for prizes which ranged from anywhere from 100 pesos about $4 to a million paces as a grand prize, roughly forty thousand dollars in nineteen ninety two money, um, which was equivalent at the time to around six hundred times the the average monthly salary uh, in the Philippines uh, at the time. Uh, they allocated a total of two million dollars to to prize support. You know for for this. Okay. Um, it was wildly successful, and increased uh, uh, Pepsi's monthly sales from ten million. To fourteen million dollars, and its market share from nineteen point four percent to twenty four point nine percent. Winning numbers were announced on television nightly. By May of that year, uh, fifty one thousand prizes had been redeemed, including seventeen grand prizes. The campaign campaign the campaign was extended beyond the original planned day end date by another five weeks. Okay so they so they they basically printed more they 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 kept it going outside right. of its original so on may 25th the nightly news had broadcast that the grand prize number for that day was 349 okay uh okay. now grand prize winning bottle caps as you would as you would think for a major corporation were were tightly controlled two bottle caps with that day's winning number Printed inside them, as well as the security code for confirmation, had been produced and distributed. However, before the contest was extended to add new winning numbers, okay. So originally, three four nine mm-hmm. was not a winning number. When it was when it was extended, they added three four nine in. Um, before that, however, eight hundred thousand regular bottle caps had already been printed with the number three four nine but without the security oh, no. code. No. Without the security oh, code. God. Theoretically, okay, these bottle caps were cumulatively worth uh, $32 billion U.S. dollars. Oh, no. Thousands of Filipinos rushed to Pepsi, uh, Pepsi bottling plants to claim their prizes. Uh, and, of course, Pepsi uh, responded saying, hey, that these bottle caps did not have the confirmation code and therefore could not be redeemed. And then the next morning, newspapers announced that the winning number was, in fact, 134, which added a shit ton of confusion to the whole thing. It, it, caused, it caused an emergency meeting of, of, of Pepsi executives at 3 a.m., uh, and, and they, they ultimately offered 500 pesos, or about 18 U.S. dollars, to holders of any mistakenly printed bottle caps as a gesture of goodwill which this offer would be accepted by 486,170 people at a cost of $8.9 million to the Pepsi company. Jesus. Okay. However, uh, many people refused to accept the offer. They wanted their money, and they formed a consumer group called the 349 Alliance, which organized a boycott of Pepsi products and held rallies outside the offices of uh, PCPPI, which is is basically the Pepsi... Philippine headquarters, Mm -hmm. uh, and the Philippine government. Most protests were peaceful, but on February 13th, 1993, a school teacher and a five-year-old were killed in Manila by a homemade bomb thrown at a Pepsi truck. (laughs) In May, three employees, uh, three Pepsi employees in Deveo, I think is how you pronounce that, were killed by a grenade thrown into a warehouse.
1: My God!
2: Pepsi executives received death threats, and as many as 37 company trucks were damaged by being pushed over, stoned, or burned. Yeah, all because huh. of of somebody saying, "Hey, this is a really good promotion. Let's 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 keep this going another month." What do you say? Another month? And and well, I can just see some like the guy who's actually in charge of it going, "Um, but that that's going to screw up the kind of what we had it controlled for."
1: But uh, it's okay. Just make it happen
2: uh
1: okay you know i just i just want to add scott that i'm really glad that pepsi figured its shit out and didn't do another crazy promotion <laughs> that resulted in somebody you know being what? promised something Are like a harrier you talk about the harrier I mean, yeah
2: I, well yeah but ex- at least that one didn't involve people dying
0: that's very true. He's that, got you there. That, that only
2: that, that that is a good one though. And Pepsi, as far as I know, Pepsi did settle out of court for like a percentage of what a harrier actually costs because that's what his lawsuit was for. Yeah, his lawsuit. I mean, like, his lawsuit it, was for the cost of a Harrier.
1: Yeah, because it was like it was binding, like it was a binding contract. Is like what his lawyer said. It yeah. Was, well. Like, yeah. It was a promise that exactly. Wow.
2: They, they they uh they they, they ruled we, that the commercials were a verbal contract between Pepsi and anybody who
0: participated. We will swing back around to the Pepsi Points Harrier Jet scandal of nineteen whatever <laughs> uh at another point in time. Uh great fact, Scott. Um it's a good thing Batman showed up to quell those uprisings. Uh it, it did, it did. Uh, it's a little known fact, yeah unconfirmed 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 it's a factoid it was the filipino batman though so anyway <laughs> <It> was <laughs> defla- out this trio ladies and gentlemen arriving from somewhere in time and space apparently the mid-90s because he's still collecting those pepsi points <laughs> it's yeah. the doc uh
1: so you know i i know we're 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 here to to tribute you know um kevin conroy but uh did did you guys know that they're already auditioning um for new voices of Batman, I'm not going to like this. Oh, um, yeah. As somebody's here right now, come on in. Yeah, no, the microphone's right here. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. Have a seat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Here's your line. Okay, you ready? Okay. Here's the microphone. Hello. I am the night. I am vengeance. I am Batman. Uh, thanks. Thanks for that, LJV. Thank you, L J Vatino John Voigt. LJV. See you later. Have a have a nice day. Um
2: Does 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 uh uh L J V have something else he would like to say? Oh, hang on. but uh, well, no, he does.
1: Never look in the eyes of those who care. They will haunt you forever. Thank Thanks. Thanks again, LJV. That, uh, Who it's keeps always letting good him advice. in here? It's always good advice. Probably kicked but... him out like three weeks ago. <laughs> you never know when he pops up. He's like a bad <sighs> rash. He just keeps popping up. <sighs> Which by the way, Captain, I have that, that cream you ordered.
0: Nah, come on now. That's a
1: callback. It's a pre show. Now now <laughs> that's a
0: joke for three. Although sorry, now, sorry, although sorry. Although
2: now I do want to see uh Latino John Voigt playing Batman. I do I do wanna see that.
0: Um I I'd rather see Latino Latino John Voigt as uh Scarecrow or uh maybe Joker. Mm, but you know, know. We'll, we'll we'll workshop that.
1: I wanna I wanna see him as Batman, but he's only wearing a cowl and the cowl is directly like like a, the cape is attached to just the cowl, and like he it's wearing like he's wearing it, but it's like wonky, and it's sort like of Adam only covering like like it's like one eye is covered, and like you can or, sort of see out the other one,
2: or it doesn't fit properly, so he has to cock his head to to see out both holes because he can't see out of both holes straight ahead,
1: so he's constantly yes. looking at you like side eyed. As long as he's wearing a tank top, uh, cargo shorts, and combat boots. Yeah,
0: yeah. Everything everything from the neck down is just his standard wardrobe. He just put on like an Adam West cowl. Yeah. Perfect. Oh. That's a little wet. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> um, so before we jump to the Batman stuff which will be the bulk of the, of the episode, appropriately so. There is one role I want to talk about, Kevin Conroy, uh, because while Batman the Animated Series is the first time I ever was aware of Kevin Conroy, um, I, I did see him in another show. I just never put two and two together until like a few years ago when I bought this series on, on DVD. Um, Scott, you might know what I'm talking about. Um, before he got into voice acting, and became the voice of a generation. Uh, Kevin Conroy had a recurring role in, I think it was just one, might have been two seasons, of the Vietnam action drama Tour of Duty, where he played Captain Rusty Wallace. Really? Yes, he did. Yes. Uh, and I, I used to come home uh, and watch this show uh after i moved to kentucky like tnt started airing reruns and i had no idea what this show was. was just oh there's like a vietnam show on tnt this is cool until a few years back when me and scott tracked down uh that it's available on dvd and i started rewatching the show on dvd like actually in order from the beginning not just whatever random two episodes tnt was playing um yeah <laughs> he pops up and it's Kevin Conroy as Captain Wallace. I'm like, wait, what? No. <laughs> and then I listened to him talk. I'm like, oh shit, it is. Uh yeah. So Kevin Conroy on screen as Captain Wallace in Call yeah. of Duty. Yeah. Uh, did- I just wanted to give a plug for that. Yeah. Well, Didn't we used to watch that together, Jim? We did, dude. That we, we we watched the shit out of that show. Yeah
2: and 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 it is you know we did track down a a nice affordable copy on on DVD amazon had it for a while in some of the worst packaging ever
0: designed for any series so affordable is a very nice way to put that scott i would call it cheap as hell
2: <laughs> well the 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 the, the discs and the show are fine it's just everything else is complete Cheap what shit. if we
0: take all these discs and just put them in like uh, mailing envelopes and we'll put that inside of <laughs> flimsy cardboard, but like a tissue box full of envelopes. Here you guys go. Here you go. Yeah. Speaking of which, I we'll, need to get a locker. Yeah. I, I need to get a, so I need what? to get a, just a generic
2: like clamshell thing that holds. Yeah. Discs I need to
0: get one of those for... multi holder things. Cause it's like nine discs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want this series on DVD. <laughs> Check it out on Amazon. Cross your fingers. It's packaged. Well, <laughs> Um, yeah so I just want to throw that out there um, it, it's the only thing I ever remember seeing him not doing voice work and not playing a version of Batman somewhere just totally totally unattached to the this, to this show and the role that would come to define him but still a fun role to see him play so with that said um, let's get to it so Kevin Conroy was an actor working he had lots of guest spots on TV shows and recurring role on tour of duty and then his life would change forever in 1992. Yep. When he was recommended to read for the uh the role of Bruce Wayne and Batman for an upcoming Fox Kids animated series, Batman: The Animated Series, appropriately titled. Uh and it was
1: all downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Never got another job after that. Well, <laughs> yes and no.
0: He got plenty of work playing that one role. Um, and I did check. I was curious. Uh, yes, his, his last credited IMDb role is in the video game Multiverses, uh, released this year, playing, you'll guess it, Batman um so <laughs> boy that guy was really, wow
1: he was really typecast man i yeah. tell
0: you he... uh that that's again we can get into that too but uh so batman the animated series uh originally ran from 92 to 95 um and holy hell what a watershed moment for kids animated cartoon shows for Batman the character for I mean I don't I can't stress how important this show was to not just me, but and I I know the doc will back me up, an entire generation of kids like my knowledge of Batman growing up is directly from this show. Before I'd ever opened a comic book, I watched this show
1: religiously. Never seen it. What are you talking about? Oh okay. <laughs> A Batman cartoon from back in the day. Oh yeah, that yeah. that. Donald yeah. Skywalker in it. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the, the Jedi. Yeah.
2: Yeah, totally. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, so so I can honestly say that Batman the Animated Series is not was not my first animated Batman nor my intro to Batman.
0: And we apologize here. It's all right. It's
2: all right. Cuz I I watched <laughs> uh I mean I watched, you know, what the Super Friends and stuff back in the day, that was on when I was around. Um, meanwhile in the 1970s, uh, well, because, you know, I mean, it. um <laughs> meanwhile. It. Um uh so I watched that, you know, uh whenever I was a kid. Um and I think Adam West did some some voice work for some of that or at least one of the those early animated series, I'm not sure. Uh, I did watch the I think Adam he West was series, Super Friends, but yeah, Super Friends, yeah. Uh, I I did watch the the Adam West series, uh, reruns, of course. I, I'm not quite that old, um, uh, and I did watch. Uh, I did like it when um, I remember the the Batman and Robin episodes on Scooby Doo when when Scooby Doo crossed over with Batman and Robin, and I always liked yeah. those episodes. Um, and then, of course, I saw you know uh, Michael Keaton uh Batman eighty nine and uh, and and everything um and Batman returns in theaters and then I went into the
0: animated series and Yeah I let me clarify I don't mean it was the first time I ever saw the character. Okay. But my 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 knowledge of the world of Batman ah. was from like I'd seen the Keaton movie in eighty nine. Yeah okay um and my mom woke me up to come watch some reruns of Adam West. But so I was aware of the character of Batman but other than he's a guy called Batman who yeah. fights crime. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the character. Yeah. So my education of ah. who and what Batman was was from this show. Yes,
2: and it it's it's a really good education. It's a great, you know, kind of I, I don't want to say cliff notes because I don't think that just does the show justice, but um primer,
0: I guess. Yeah, and in in yeah. in some cases, the the show invented from whole cloth stuff that would stick around and become yeah. embedded in Batman uh, mythology. Well, um, Har- Harley Quinn makes her yeah, debut. well, and not not that's that's the go to example, and you're not wrong. Yeah, uh, that is that is the that's definitely like the prime example of the that show literally invented that character from nothing, and now she's a staple of the DC universe. Um, but also. Um, and on my list of favorite episodes, I want to make sure we mentioned before we get off the show. Um, season one, episode 14, Heart of Ice, completely mm. reinvented the character mm. of Mr. Freeze mm. um, and gave him a definitive origin that was so popular and not only won the show a daytime Emmy for best writing, but that interpretation of Victor Freeze, Mr. Freeze has been the definitive origin for the character ever since. Yep. From the Schwarzenegger, uh Batman oh, Robin version to the Arkham games and everywhere beyond, they they all go right back to uh literally Batman Beyond. Yeah. Um they <laughs> all go back to this episode's retelling and reinvention of <clears throat> Mr. Freeze. Yep.
2: Um, um well and and I mean you know reading reading the character in the comics uh prior to this and and the uh the interpretation of of uh uh Mr. Freeze and the the Adam West Batman is night and day it, it's nowhere it's not even the same character not even the same ballpark
0: yeah i i mean i remember the adam west show he was like a parody yes he was like a bad bond villain um i think it, one episode later, in like season two, they give him like the cold suit, uh, which is just like a bad scuba suit, um, and his freeze gun, which is definitely not just a fire extinguisher with like a pole on it. <laughs> um, definitely not that. Uh, and it was like, okay, like you know, he, he had a layer, and like if it was a blue light, it was cold, and he can walk around. And if he wasn't, you, know, they would turn it to a red light so people could, you know, who who weren't him could walk around. And like it's, it, it was a bad Bond villain. And, and, and this show injected him with, uh, or this episode injected him with a proper origin story. And not only that, but took it from being kind of a caricature of what a villain is. Oh, he's Mr. Freeze. And, and, you know, I make ice puns and free shit. They made him a sympathetic character with a tragic backstory and someone who was not to be trifled yeah. with. What? Uh, Batman gets lucky yeah. in this episode. He beats him literally with a thermos full of soup that Alfred gave him because <sighs> Batman has a cold. Uh, that is a subplot in this movie that comes back to save the day. He he throws the hot soup and, and cracks his helmet, um, but not just Mr. Freeze is cool. What this episode did for Batman, um, for a young viewer, was it showed because the plot of this episode is Mr. Freeze again. He's 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 the villain, but he's also got a sympathetic backstory. You find out part of the reason. Uh, he became as he is, is because his business partner was embezzling money from him and they got into an argument and that's how the accident in the lab happened. Um, so Batman realizes, yes, Mr. Freeze is, is, is committing crimes and he needs to be stopped and brought to justice, but he's not the real bad guy here. The real bad guy is his business partner. And, and after Batman stops Mr. Freeze, he takes down his business partner and releases evidence to the police to get him arrested. Like, Batman took down the bad guy, but he also had empathy for the villain and helped that villain attain their, not vengeance, but their, their you know, get come up into the person who, who wronged them. That was big as a kid. Yeah. Like, it's not just about punching out the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um,
2: sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, I know that. It was it originally aired on Fox, right? On Saturday mornings. Yes,
0: which is so weird now. I'm like, yeah, that Warner Brothers property that was on Fox Kids?
1: Um, but I I didn't really get into it until it got what's the word I'm looking for? Syndicated to yes, sir. Cartoon Network. Yeah. When once it hit Cartoon Network, and I even remember in Dubuque growing up, Channel 67 Cartoon Network uh 51 was Nickelodeon, but anyway, Cartoon Network. You just I'd turn it on; it'd be on in the afternoons before Toonami was Toonami.
0: Yeah, it it got rolled into Toonami when that started too. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that's when I would watch it is yep. in the afternoons when I'd get home from school and like I'd be super stoked because like this was back in the day before we're like the only way you knew what was on TV is if you were on channel 19.
0: <laughs> the cool. preview channel,
1: the preview channel, and you'd sit there for hours waiting for it to scroll through. Like you're like, or, oh, or, god, I'm on. You could dig three.
0: out your printed copy of TV guide that came every week.
1: Uh, we okay. never got a TV guide. It was, oh. uh, it was a preview channel or nothing. Hey, TV okay. guide,
0: Fair
2: TV enough. guide used to be really cool because it was in that awesome little like little format that it had. Now it's this big, you know, magazine size shit, and it's not TV guide anymore. But They still make TV Guide? As far as I know, I think so. I think it's, you can find it. Holy shit. But like I said, it's like magazine format size now. It's not, you know, it's not like, you know, what it was. But TV Guide. Is it even actually a guide? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't picked one up in years. But yeah, TV Guide back in the day was this little thing and you actually would, you know, you had the TV Guide and it would tell you what was airing when. But it has the singular honor of being the most thrown publication in the history of printed word. Nice. Hey, where's the TV guide? Oh, it's over here. Fling.
1: Uh, Yeah, like, I'd get super, super excited when I'd be on the preview channel and then see on Cartoon Network it was Batman the Animated Series. And then you'd punch in six, seven, and then just, like, I'd be glued to the TV. So I have a question. Yeah.
2: Why couldn't you just go to the channel and see what was on? Why would you have to wait on a different channel to see what that channel told you was on the other channel? Could you just pop over there real I, quick and see what was on? He wanted
1: to see all his options, okay, Scott. I wanted to see I did. It's true. I was like I I'd see what else was on too. Because like if there were two shows going on, channel recall was my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, channel recall is I could good. Yeah. That. yeah, no, I yeah, I love channel recall too, but
0: Once again, God forbid you were hanging out with Jason and he had the remote, and there were two shows on he wanted to watch at the same time. Hey, once one went to
1: commercial, hey, you better hope the other one's not at commercial. Unless you got distracted. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, it's okay. It's all good. Um, Uh, But while we're on animated series, um, sorry, Scott, did you have something? Well, no,
2: I was, I was just gonna, I was gonna say, I was gonna, I was gonna try and bring us back to Kevin Conroy. Okay. Real quick, in 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 mentioning the fact, and, and and I don't know if you have this in your notes for a specific time or not. I'm sorry, but Kevin Conroy, of course, with the Batman the animated series, as far as I know, first actor to use two voices. Right? He he kind of did that. That was his whole thing.
0: Yeah. So Adam West, um, who did Batman for uh, Super Friends and a few other random yeah Adam West's uh I mean when he played the character in live action there was a slight tonal difference um there was between a... Bruce Wayne and Batman but he never really played Bruce Wayne much in the cartoon No. No,
2: in the cartoon um, no. He never saw yeah. him as Bruce Wayne. No, you saw him as Bruce Wayne in the live action. I don't think there was a tonal difference. I think there was just a little bit of a difference in like the cadence. Okay. Like like when he went to Batman, he was more Shatner esque.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a fair way to put fair. it. Yeah. You know, um, we all know what that means. Yeah, that works. No, uh, and, and that yeah, yeah. Kevin Conroy hit on and and what's not just different voices for the characters, but what is really genius and I loved about it is is the voice of Bruce Wayne is a put on. Yes, like when it's just Bruce in the cave with the cowl off talking to Alfred. It's the Batman voice. It's still Batman. That's yeah. Bruce's that, real voice. Yeah, that, that's that's the character. Yeah. Yeah. And and when when he's Bruce Wayne and has to be on and be Bruce Wayne, that's when he's performing a character. Well, I mean is I, his, the, the, and, and I don't mean Kevin Conroy, but like Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne is performing as a character. Yeah. And and his he hits it like a an octave higher and it's it's, it's a that so get first of all, the concept of doing their voice is different. Genius, and yeah. then the decision to make the actual, you know, Bruce's real speaking voice is yeah. Batman's voice. It's mind blowing. Yeah. Well, I sent you,
2: I, I sent you the video of of Kevin Con- an interview with Kevin Conroy, where he was talking about that. Right. Uh, what he was using as the inspiration, because mm-hmm. did did you watch it? You may not have watched it. You uh, go ahead and tell our listeners. Well, but so Kevin Conroy did a, did a, did an interview. I don't know exactly when the interview was. But they were talking about that and he was talking about when he was called in to do it and and everything. And part of his inspiration for how he framed his portrayal of Batman slash Bruce Wayne hinged off of a movie, I think it's from 1934, but I may be off a little bit on, on that, called The Scarlet Pimpernel, uh, where you have a French aristocrat who is basically saving people from the guillotine during the French Revolution. Uh, and he loved it. He loves this movie, or loved this movie. Um and but when and and and, and but when he was when he was uh in, in court or when he was in public or when he was with you know other people, he would put on this persona of a a somewhat ditzy, flippant, you know, aristocrat. He would play the part. But that that playing the part was his disguise more than the mask was. It, it was that public persona that was his disguise that he adopted that to protect his true self, which was the Scarlet Pimpernel. Pimpernel, and and that that was his inspiration for doing the Batman, Bruce Wayne, the dichotomy between those two, just like you said when he's when he's when he's with Alfred, even with the cowl off. He's still in the Batman voice because because the cowl is not his mask. The public persona of Bruce Wayne is his mask uh, and, and everything. And at some point later, uh, I think he told the, he said he told this story to somebody, and he, and he was told that the Scarlet Pimpernel was one of Bob Bob Kane's like original inspirations mm-hmm. for creating the character in Detective Comics way back when. So. It also
0: goes back to the tradition of um, a radio. Um, When Superman first appeared in radio voiced by Bud Collier or Collier, Collier, uh, whatever, he did the same trick. Superman and Clark Kent had two different vocal ranges. Um, So it's it's genius and, and a loving callback to that tradition of the superhero persona
1: and the alter ego changing your voice one way or the other. Um, so let let me just be yes. the first to say thank you, Scarlet Pepper Mill. For...
2: <laughs> Did you just yep. say Scarlet yeah. Pepper Mill?
0: The Scarlet Pepper Mill. Yep. But now we know what he's getting for Christmas. Yes, he is. <laughs> I need a Peppermill, I need a painted red. I need an Amazon don't, overnight. Scarlet, don't ask yeah. questions. Uh, mm-hmm. commit to the bit, uh, but uh, and, and then again, w- when I say this show was like my introduction to Batman, I don't just mean like seeing Batman and learning about the characters and stuff, but just like the psychology of Batman because this show got way deeper than any kids' show before, and I would argue a lot since because it went into the psychology of Batman. Yeah, so all these people, all these directors who think they're super smart and they found a new take on Batman, nope, already been done. Yep. Animated series, they did. Shut up. Because um, they got 85 plus episodes to explore Batman. So, whatever your two hour, three hour movie does, and you think you're so smart, well, nope, it's already been done.
2: Well, actually, I was. Um, so, I was watching. I've, I've been watching Batman, the animated series, since Kevin uh-huh. passed away because we were going to uh-huh. do the show, and, you know, it was Kevin. So, I, I had to watch some Batman. So, I've been watching the animated series, and it was funny because I, I watched uh, the the episode. And, and there's many I'd forgotten, obviously, because, like you said, there's 85 of them. I can't remember all of them. Uh, I mean, i got to leave room in my head for Star Trek episodes. Um, <laughs> but uh, there, there's an episode where Victor Zaz uh, yeah. cre- creates a machine that basically records a person's dreams and thoughts and records them to tape. And he finds out on that tape that Batman is Bruce Wayne and he goes to auction off that I thought that was that Hugo Strange. Sorry, sorry. Hugo Strange. I said Victor's okay. ass. Yeah, Hugo it's Hugo yes. Strange, yeah. Um yes. but yeah, and I'm I'm watching this episode and I'm like, this this is Batman Forever. Or not Batman Forever is Batman Forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Batman Forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is Batman Forever. Like it's a straight up plot of Batman Forever just substitute Hugo it,
0: Strange for Batman. uh a Riddler. Like, uh, like four years before Batman forever. yeah, Yeah. It's like, it's and, the same you know, damn plot. Um, yeah, even, uh, um, okay. So <clears throat> this is what I wanted to get into is because the, the animated series, again, it's great. And there's so much of it. And, and, and we'll get into some of the spin-off material that came from it in a minute. But if you're going to sit down and only have time to watch a few, first of all, the whole series is on HBO max, highly recommend it. The episodes I think you have to watch. I already mentioned Heart of Ice. You also have to watch my opinion. Um, There's an episode called Night of the Ninja, which has a follow-up episode called Day of the Samurai. Um, But it introduces, first of all, an awesome glimpse into the origin of Batman because it brings into the story an old foe from when Bruce was traveling abroad, gaining the skills that would make him Batman, which was a concept that as a kid, I was like, oh, I never thought about where he became like the greatest detective and the best martial artist in the world. Oh, like I never stopped to think about that before. So, it uh, we've learned Bruce spent time in Japan studying the way of the ninja, obviously. And that there is a people in the class that would mop the floor with him every time they sparred. And this this uh this people, this enemy comes back into play and it's the first time we see Um, Batman facing an enemy, he, in the back of his head, is scared he can't beat in a fight. And it's the first time we see a problem where Batman's not the solution, Bruce Wayne is the solution. Uh, Because, spoiler, it comes down to a contest between not Batman and Kyodai Ken, but Bruce Wayne. I, I, and that was kind of cool as a kid. It, it was, but in in rewatching that episode,
2: so there's there's some subtle nuances there, and it 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 touches back on something that we we or you had just brought up with Kevin Conroy's performance of you know mm-hmm. Batman basically being the true personality of Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne being like the fake version, right? Because in that fight, when that fight starts. There's a there's a third-party witness. And yeah, so there's a reporter. There's a reporter. And Bruce can't... He has to continue to be Bruce to protect that identity. And he's kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. And he's basically... He's holding back because he's still trying to be Bruce Wayne and not get killed. Um, until Robin shows up and, and basically uh, rolls a carpet over her or something. So... She can't see what's going on. And once she is taken out of the equation, A, Bruce's demeanor changes, and that's the animator's. But if you listen to the voice, Kevin Conroy's voice changes. It almost becomes, it's not full Batman, but it becomes a bit of a hybrid. He's more confident. Like his voice acting all through this. Batman the animated series, Kevin Conroy is a master class in voice acting. Straight up. Because he gets to be he, he gets to settle into himself again. You know, he, he changes once the once the once the witness, the outsider is taken out of the equation. And I love that moment in that episode.
0: The uh, the follow up episode is cool. It gives us an awesome fight on a volcano, but I don't think it has as much impact as the first one does. Um, but the 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 ninja shows back up again. So do uh, sorry, that's uh, season one episode twenty eight for Night of the Ninja and season one episode fifty five for Day of the Samurai. If I just jump right to when Kyohei Ken comes back, it's also it's fun to say Kyohei Ken. Uh, the next one I want to recommend is a two parter. Uh, and again as a kid who didn't know much about batman and i learned the lore of batman from watching this show this was a huge episode i remember my mom telling me from tv guide hey in this week's batman we learned how he got robin i'm like what again as a kid never stopped to think about it he just always had robin with him or he didn't like either robin was there or robin wasn't there was no like How did he acquire Robin? And as a second grader, I never stopped to think about that. Um, So the two part episode, Robin's reckoning part one and part two um, answer that story. And everything I know about, you know, the great flying Grayson's and the circus and Tony Zuko and the, the, the protection ring and, and all of that stuff came from this two part episode. Uh, Not only do we get some great performance from Kevin Conroy, because we see Bruce, trying to comfort a child through the same loss he has. We we get uh, a great performance out of um, the voice actor who played Robin. Um, and I forgot to write down his name. Because uh, I think he also voices young, like super young Robin and teenage Robin at the same time. Um, great two-part episode. And also uh, another two-parter that won the show an Emmy. Um, uh, a primetime Emmy, in fact, for this one. So, you got to watch it. It's awesome. It's a two-parter. It's kind of a cheat, but but check it out. It's, it's a great retelling of Robin's origin. Um and it's the reason I could go see uh Batman Forever and be like, "Yep, they sure got Robin right because they did the thing that was in the cartoon." <laughs> That's all I knew.
2: Oh, holy Rusted Metal it, Batman.
0: Was it... Huh? Was it
2: yes. ho- was it Holy Rusted Metal Batman?
0: Yes. <laughs> Uh, it was also the reason I could walk out of Batman and Robin and be like, wow, they fucked that up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew Bane and I knew Mr. Freeze and I knew Poison Ivy because of this cartoon show. Um, and then the, the last one I want to recommend hits all the nostalgia buttons for me. And especially in light of the last few years, this one is uh, I could kiss Bruce Tim for giving us this amazing episode. Season one, episode thirty-two, Beware the oh, Grey Ghost. Yes. Great episode. Where uh there's a show within the show. Uh we learn young Bruce Wayne grew up watching a show called The Gray Ghost, where a very nineteen thirties action serial, the shadow-esque kind of hero. Um and, and Bruce grew up idolizing him. Um so the actor who played that character in the show Gets into some stuff, and there, there's a, a super crazy fanboy who I think is voiced by Bruce Tim, um, who starts building some of the the villains' um, props and, and bombs for real, and it causes Batman to try to track down the the production of the show to fight, figure out who it is. But what it leads to is a team up of the Gray Ghost, voiced by the late great Adam West, and Batman, voiced by Kevin Conroy. Within the same episode. Yep. Um, now that we've lost them both, this episode is a treasure. Um, just to hear them interact. Um, yeah. To get to see that Bruce as a kid had heroes too. Um, Bruce... We- is also a fanboy yep. because he reveals to uh I forget the actor's name, uh he reveals to the gray ghost that in a little hidden corner of the Bat Cave is an entire shrine full of gray ghost memorabilia that Bruce kept. So Bruce Wayne <laughs> yeah. is a fanboy too. Yep. Well,
2: you know, and, and also in the episode he, he goes to the pawn shop and buys back all the stuff the guy hawked and, and puts it oh, back yeah. it put, puts it back in his apartment, you know, for him. And stuff. And then, and and I think a great nod. Like, like this, this, in in my opinion, like the whole episode obviously was meant to be somewhat of a quote unquote passing the torch between, you know, from, um, uh, Adam West to Kevin Conroy and stuff. Like, the Mm. writers had some fun with it. They, they took it a little bit of a step further, just, just a touch. Uh, uh, at the end of the episode, um, so basically with presumably uh with uh sorry with um Bruce's help, albeit probably behind the scenes, um the uh the, the, the character that that um uh The Grey Ghost. Yeah the Grey Ghost has all of the original like film prints of the Grey Ghost. And so they get put out on DVD and stuff they get they get a new life they get re-released basically and so he hasn't he 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 has new life doing the the autographing and the everything and then uh while he's doing the autograph signing and stuff Bruce Wayne shows up and has him autograph his copy and oh, everything and as he's leaving he says by the way i used to watch the gray ghost with my father he was a hero of mine. He uses the same words that he used when he told the Grey Ghost this as Batman.
0: See, Chris Nolan, you thought you were all smart when you had Batman say the same <laughs> words as Bruce Wayne and Batman to Rachel in, in your stupid uh, Batman Begins movie. But guess what?
2: There animated show did it
0: first. Yep. There yeah, know. the
2: animated series did it first. And and, and the, uh, the Adam West Grey Ghost character looks up and says, Really? And it's just the shared moment, you know. Of, and it's just, it was really good. Yeah, love it. Love that part of that that
0: episode. Uh, I am not getting cheered. Oh, I'm not getting <laughs> misty talking about Batman episodes. Nope. Uh, where's the beer? Uh, no, again, that I always love the episode because as much as I love Batman the animated series, seeing Batman team up with anybody was kind of rare. Sure, you had Robin and Batgirl occasionally, but teaming up with another hero, at least in this era was was rare so it was cool to see and and growing up and and you know learning more about comics and seeing gray ghost is like you know a throwback to those old pulp comic heroes of the 30s that bred batman that's awesome and then you know it's 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 adam west and and again um it's great it's if you're only ever going to watch one episode go watch that one because oh my god it's amazing uh there's so much batman just just love on the screen for that one
2: that one is a good one. Uh, I do love that one.
0: Um... Any other favorite episodes, guys?
1: Yes. Hit me, Jay. What you got? Uh, the Demon's Quest, part one and two. Ooh, another team up. Where he's fighting Raz. Uh That one's... I, and I... I Sometimes I get him confused, but is that that's the one where he's fighting Raz on the side of the volcano, right? The I think
0: game. part two is.
1: Yeah. And like he takes his all he's wearing is the cowl and the pants, like he has no gadgets. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just a one on one fight. Uh which
0: is a loving homage to the comics.
1: Yeah. I really enjoy that episode. Um I also of course I love any episode that has the Joker in it. Um, but that, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you know, um, uh, Mark Hamill's Joker now is. Yeah. It's just one of the best. I mean, it is. Granted, every time he does a villain, he's it's always the Joker voice, but still. <laughs> uh,
1: also, I had a story I wanted to share, and I think I told you guys this story, but I didn't know if we were waiting Go for some time to share this story. So. I got to meet Kevin Conroy.
2: Wow. Oh, I'm so I am so jealous. I didn't get a chance to that that con, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. I met him at one of the Lexington Comic and Toy Conventions. I can't remember which one. It was a couple years ago. And I was super excited because I'm like, dude, this is the voice of my childhood. Like, I am so super stoked to go meet him, right? Uh, more stoked than I've been to meet a lot of celebrities. But uh, I'm standing in line. Uh, dressed as Deathstroke, of course, as one would be. Uh, and uh, there's two guys in front of me, and these guys had like a bunch of stuff, like they had Batman the animated series, like action figures still in the box that they were gonna have him sign, and I think a poster and something else. And I was like, okay.
2: Well, and and sorry, in in, in true Deathstroke fashion, you killed them with a ballpoint pen, right? Like right in front of yeah. me, blood spraying everywhere, right. and then yes. That that's what you did.
1: Um, so I was just like I was just standing there and these two guys go up and they're talking to Kevin Conroy getting him the sign stuff and I'm like, "Oh man, it's Batman." And then the worst thing happened. These two guys started talking about voice acting and how they wanted to get into voice acting. Oh, good god. And I was like, "Oh god. Don't don't yeah. please don't.
0: Yeah. Please. Now now hold on hold on. At this point in the story, we're not lost. It's, it, you're meeting one of the greatest voice actors ever, and you want to ask him, "Hey, what's a good way to get into?" The-? Okay, okay, okay. We're in the we we're heading towards the weeds a little bit, but it's not yes. not <sighs> lost.
1: And then and then they're like, "You know, I do a Batman voice." Oh, oh god! <sighs> oh god! No, you're not. You please don't please. Please don't do the Batman voice to Batman, and he did it. I he did it. the Batman. What was it?
0: Basically, voice. just Christian Bale from Batman Begins.
1: Yeah, he, this is he, not a he, car. He, it, he, he. It was the best, and it's like the best Kevin Conroy quote because he goes because he says, "I am, I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman." And I'm like, oh, oh God. God, <laughs> and I just, want, I wanted to scream at the top of my lungs and i felt so bad for kevin conroy i don't know if you guys have ever seen the um i i i watch tiktoks megan sends me tiktoks there's a there's a like elementary school teacher on tiktok and he like makes fun of students like younger age students and like one of the sounds is it's like oh i got to show you something of what i do and then it's just like he's just like running around the classroom jumping on desks and stuff and it cuts back to him as the teacher and he's going oh oh okay hey yeah that's oh, okay and like to me that's what i visualize now when i think about that interaction with kevin conroy because he was just like he was just so polite with these guys he's like oh yeah that was that was a good batman buddy. <laughs> you
0: keep it up yeah
1: wow yeah uh, and i was we, just we got this nerd's money right can we kick him out of line no, yeah. he hasn't like, paid yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, you could just see the look on his face of like, I cannot believe he just did that to me. So then it was when it was my turn to meet Kevin Conroy, because like these guys took up so much of his time. I just I went to his table, I was like, You are the voice of my childhood. I love Batman the animated series. It's amazing. That's all I wanted to tell you. Um if you could just write something really cool on this picture. And so Please picture, tell
0: me he wrote <laughs> verbatim something really cool. <laughs> no, I wish. to damn. That would
1: have, damn. Uh-uh. But he wrote to Jason, "I am vengeance." Kevin Conroy, and so nice. that is yeah. I have that at school in my collection of autographs at school. Yeah. And even students today, which is which attests to the staying power of Batman: The Animated Series. I have students who are like, "Oh my god, you met Batman!" And I'm like, "Yes." Yes, I did. I,
2: I'm. Was awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm so envious. I did not get a chance to meet him at that convention, and I'm, I'm kicking myself because, because yeah. I would have loved to. Although you should have, you should have walked up whenever you, when after following those, you should have walked up and vehemently apologized on behalf of all of the fans for those. <laughs> no, 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 what you, what
0: you should have done is as dressed as Deathstroke said. Hey, I can take care of those guys. No charge for you. <laughs> <laughs> that would
2: been just good. Just say the word.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, you uh, want
2: you want those guys to disappear? It's on the house.
1: Oh man, I just felt so bad for him cuz I was like, dude, this yeah. is terrible. Well, it's, it's the same this thing. This has
0: been another edition of Dopey that guy. Yeah. yeah. And and I've oh,
1: seen wow. I've seen it a
2: lot uh going to the gaming conventions like Gen Con and stuff. Uh-huh. Like you get game designers who you, you're gonna meet somebody who designed a really good game that you like and everything, uh, and and you're waiting. You're just kind of waiting there. It's not quite the same because you're not in lines because they're just there you know uh, promoting their wares basically. So you're just kind of hanging about until whoever they're talking to gets done. But you invariably hear the the guy in front of you you know is talking to him, is like you know I design games too. Yeah, I got this one game. Yeah. Like, dude, don't fucking just just he don't give a shit. Just just don't don't be that guy. Just say you like his work, and move the fuck on.
0: Don't try to hand him your screenplay. Yeah, or your unfinished novella, or whatever. Just just thank them for taking the time out of their much more important life to come sign shit for you.
1: And just be grateful you got to meet them.
0: Don't be that
1: guy. Uh, yeah. Just for the record, I texted our little group text Um, a, uh, one of the pictures yeah, yeah, of I Kevin Conroy. And, and I, am, I am so very, very jealous of you right now.
0: <laughs>
1: the, I'm just not going to look at it. <laughs> the fact that I asked him, hey, do you want to hold this helmet? And he's like, yeah. And he, he's holding the Deathstroke. He mask. is. He's holding nice. those. and
2: Jay looks like I don't know. He's got this 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 spandex hood thing, or so like only like like twenty five percent of his face is visible.
0: Yes, <laughs> it's got that balaclava on. Nice. Yeah.
1: Yes, we because I have to I have to wear it under the the yep. Deathstroke mask yep. because it it's rubber and it because um, Jay is committed to his cosplay. Damn it, it's pokey, and I don't want my neck to show either. So I well.
2: Right now what I what's killing me is the uh, uh the, the orange carabiners that are all over his cosplay here. I'm just
0: just saying. He had to add some color to it. Yes.
2: I now I, I would have per- personally I would have given Kevin Conroy one of your five weird buttons that you have on your your lanyard. I don't know. <laughs> They look to be all the same to me. I can't really the 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 pictures. Is, is that it...
0: the you, you were trying to collect all the Voltron ones to get the big Voltron button, Jay? Yes.
2: Yes. Okay. It yeah. You got five of those them, man. All... Give give one to those Kevin Conroy. Voltron. Give, give those one those to Kevin Voltron.
1: Conroy. Yeah, I don't care. You got five of them.
0: Give one to Kevin Conroy. Give Kevin Conroy Voltron. He's Kevin Conroy. Uh,
1: but yeah, I just wanted to share that story. It was hilarious. No. I I loved meeting him. Oh, and then. Um, I can't remember his name. I met, uh, uh, he was in Boy Meets World. He's the voice of Batman Batman Beyond. Uh, is Will that Yeah. Yes. I think so. Yes. I met him in Des Moines and I told him that I got to meet Kevin Conroy and he goes, Oh, Kevin, he's so awesome. And he's like, did you get his autograph? And I said, yeah. And he goes, what do you write? And I said, he wrote, I am vengeance. And he goes, Good. I'm gonna write, I am Batman. So, see <laughs> eh. so you have a nice twofer. So I have, I have the Batman Beyond picture, and he said, he said, I need you to, because I told him I have that autograph at school, and I, it's up. And he goes, I need you to put this next to the Kevin Conroy's autograph. <laughs> nice. So,
0: uh, uh, well, I was to talk a bit about um, Mask of the Phantasm. The greatest Batman movie ever made, and it was um, it was it was
2: Kevin Conroy's favorite Batman movie because it was the first animated Batman movie that I'm
0: aware of. First theatrically released yes. animated Batman movie, um, which originally was supposed to just be direct to video, and then the people at Warner Brothers loved how loved the show and loved how popular the show had been, so they threw six million dollars at the animation studio and said, "Hey, get this out by this summer." They had they made that movie in eight. Months, damn, which is insane, um because well, it is it is fan- it borrows plot lines from Batman year One and a little bit of Batman year two, yeah again, completely events, awesome new uh stuff for for uh the phantasm is is sort of the reaper, but m- mostly the the invention of these writers, yeah they delve into the background of Batman, we get an amazing joker appearance mm-hmm. um which kind of gives a little bit of a joker origin. Um, fantastic, fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, I, I put it on my favorite episodes oh. list with an asterisk cause it's not titling totally an episode, but no, yeah, but it, it, same it's team a team behind it.
2: Yeah. It's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful movie. Um, and in, in, in looking and researching some of, you know, the, the Kevin Conroy in, interviews and stuff in preparation for this episode, he really loved this movie specifically his favorite scene to perform in this movie was the one where uh Bruce goes to his parents' grave and he's oh god. and he's basically begging to his dead, dead parents to be let out of his vow because I didn't he didn't
0: plan on being
2: I happy. I didn't plan on being happy. Yeah. So, god, that whole scene is just heart-wrenching. And in my opinion, see this 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 right here is why in in my opinion Kevin Conroy is the best Batman. He's my favorite Batman and not just because of the nostalgia. Like I love Michael Keaton, you know, uh, uh and everything. You know, Val Kilmer, you know, did did, you know, uh, had 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 his best. I don't mind Val Kilmer. Uh George Clooney was well, he was Batman. Um you know, to uh, quote
0: George Clooney in the interview years <laughs> later, no one told me Batman wasn't supposed to be gay. <laughs> well, but 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 the reason that I go
2: to 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 to, to Kevin Conroy as my favorite Batman, and even though he never actually suited up in cape and cowl live action, is because we got some of the most wonderfully dramatic character moments of Batman in kevin conroy's various performances and
0: that's the thing with kevin conroy um we can argue all day who's the best batman yeah we might have already done that episode at some point i don't remember if we've been doing this show too long <laughs> um but one thing you cannot argue is that no one has played batman longer than kevin conroy even, even, even go back to um, um, Adam West. Yeah, he's known as Batman. Yeah, and he recurred as Batman a few times over the years, but he only played Batman for three seasons on a TV show. Yep, and then a couple of like '70s reunion things. Well, and yeah, then some yeah, cartoons he, in the, yeah, he yeah he did this... in the 2000s. Yep, Kevin Conroy played this role for 30 years. In, and in over that time 92 yeah. to his death in 2022 yeah. still playing batman and over that time he's gotten to do a lot of interesting stuff as batman Yeah, um jay already brought it up so so the original animated series was from 92 to 95 that was followed up by the new batman adventures from 97 to 99 huh? where they kind of gave everyone a, a different uh, animated look same, mostly the same voice actors and same talent behind the screen, but, um, new looks to, to freshen up the show that led into justice league and then justice league unlimited, which went from 2001 to 2006. Uh, I can see you're listing. The guy never went more in a couple of years without coming back yeah. around to Batman.
2: Yeah. Um, but one thing Jay's touched
0: on that I definitely want to bring up, um, cause it gets to what the point I was trying to bring up is he got to play Bruce Wayne as a young man, mm-hmm dealing with the death of his parents, inventing Batman, and then from 99 to 2001, he got to play old man Bruce in Batman Beyond. Yep. Yep. He got to play Batman basically right up to the death of the character.
2: Yeah, in in my opinion, nobody, no actor, no other actor has fully defined the character of Bruce Wayne all Mm. through his life more than Kevin Conrad. I mean, he he's done he's done adolescent Bruce Wayne. He's done young Bruce Wayne. He's done Batman. He's done you know you know uh, uh, mature Bruce Wayne. He's done old Bruce Wayne. He's done like so much. You know, he's done animated all over the place. He did live action once that I'm aware of, um, and he also did the three of the four Arkham games. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. He, he is like, like anybody that comes from here on out should
0: strive to be even a tenth well, of what he's done. And there have been other actors who who voiced the character during his tenure. Like there was um, the kids WB show, The Batman, yeah, um, which had a different voice actor, yep. and a bunch of the. Um, DC Direct to Video, uh, the DC Animated Universe movies. Um, it's I can't remember the guy's name, Kevin Majora or something. Um, there have been other actors during his tenure who picked up, but we always, always inevitably go back to Kevin Conroy. Yeah, um, and it's it's. I mean, I it, it's become a cliche. Yeah, uh, you hear there's a Batman project happening. It's a video game. It's an audio book. It's uh, uh, um, a new animated thing, whatever. And the first question someone asks is, is Kevin Conrad doing Batman? Yeah. And well, as soon as someone tells you no, even though, like, <sighs> you brought up, like, three of the four Arkham games, uh, Arkham Origins, it was not Kevin Conrad. It was not Kevin And Conrad. a lot of people immediately, like, oh, I don't care then.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and I, I liked it. I, even though I it's I a great Dark game. It is a great game. It really is. Um but that actually brings me to a point I wanted to bring up, and we didn't get a chance yes. to talk about it prior to recording. Uh, and we don't have to talk about it now because I don't know where you, where we are at on you know the actual you know talking. But at some point, uh, I think it would be interesting because I'm curious. Like going forward, now that we've lost the great Kevin Conroy, going forward, who do you think is? the best Batman or should become the voice actor the voice of the Batman. Cause there's never going to be any shortage of animated or video games or, sure. or anything else like that. Live action. We don't know. Cause hopefully there's not a follow up to the Batman. That's just me. Um, but yes, but you know what I'm but you know what I'm saying? The works, boys. But you know what I'm saying? Going forward, yeah. the voice of Batman,
0: like, like, like who would we want to see? Well, and and that, that that's a sticky question because it is. Celebrities have come in to voice Batman in the past, and I don't think it usually works out very well. Yeah. Um, K's big example is uh in the animated adaptation dark knight returns part yes. one and two yes we got peter weller robocop yes. himself yeah. which on paper oh okay yeah and older bruce wayne peter weller okay yeah. i can yeah. hear yeah, that i can, I can that. hear yeah, that yeah, yeah. It just... and then you watch the movie and it's like we just recorded his <laughs> first read through of the script yeah. and yeah. decided that was good enough <laughs> yep yeah. it just sounds like peter weller <laughs> It is the most lifeless voice reading, I I won't call it voice acting, voice reading I've ever heard. Um, so, that's a tricky question. Well, to um, to, to, I, to
2: be fair, hang on. Now, to be fair to with be fair. Peter Weller. To be fair. To be to fair. Be fair. With, Peter, with Peter Weller, that's yep. what you get. Because, like, if you even look at Peter Weller doing uh, you know, Star Trek uh, Into Darkness, he's still just Peter Weller. But like he has the same delivery in everything he does, in my opinion. And I love Peter Weller. Don't get me wrong. The man is not an actor. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. He just, I'm just has screen draw presence. This
0: real quick, and we're we'll, we'll get right back on topic. Uh, Scott, you need to go back and watch RoboCop before he becomes RoboCop, and you need to go watch and watch uh, Buckaroo Banzai again. Yeah, it's still just Peter Weller. It's still his same delivery. No, no, no it's not. <laughs> okay. But anyway, moving on. Voice <laughs> of Batman. Jay, any ideas? Uh, Carl Urban. Well, mission accomplished. No, right no,
2: no, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on. Wait. Sorry. I am vetoing this. I am... throwing no, It's no, a joke. No, I know. I know it's a joke, and I get it. And it's a funny joke. I get it. I get what you're saying. Uh, I'm going to veto this right now because... Doing a Carl, or doing an urbanization of Batman, where we just we just all agree that Carl Urban needs to be Batman is a is a topic for a future show. We're just going to already done that. We we, we did. did that. We well, did.
1: We, yeah, John and I agreed that Carl Urban should be Deathstroke and not Batman. No,
0: we did a, we did a pitch and then an uh, urbanization pitch, and we had like sixty percent the same cast. What, yeah. what without was, talking? Yeah. Was I in that? you were
1: not no you were well not. then we're gonna which do it actually, again because you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> which which brings up actually a, an interesting point john yeah um john ham would not be a terrible choice like legitimately
0: well, and not a terrible choice here's the only point i want to bring up um and, and the reason i go to peter weller and whatnot is i think the next great batman voice actor will be someone we've never heard of before just like Kevin Conroy with someone we'd never heard yeah, of before. Yeah,
2: yeah, And 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 that aside, the reason I bring this up is of the people that we have heard. Because because I actually have a little bit of an opinion on this. Okay. Um. So personally, now barring people we've never heard, because you can't like like I don't like can I can I say somebody I've never heard before is going to be the best the next best Batman? No, I can't because I've never heard them. I don't know. It's possible, yeah, exactly. But of the people who have voiced Batman right now, my favorite going forward, and there's a few. Excuse me, there's a few I've listened to that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I like that Batman. I like that Batman. Don't like that Batman. But the one I want to see going forward, I, I like Jensen Ackles Batman. No. See, and 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 I know why I mean, you. I, know, I tell
0: you. No, 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 no! It has nothing to do with supernatural. Okay. <clears throat> um, Jensen Ackles voiced Red Hood in one of the best Batman animated films, "Under the Red Hood," and I can't hear him not as Jason Todd. Ah. See, uh, it has nothing to do. With, it has nothing to do. With okay. Supernatural. I,
2: I, I don't know if I've seen that one. I've just heard him as Batman, and I'm fine with it.
1: Like all, it, it doesn't all, bother me. All I would picture is Soldier Boy.
0: We know where Jay's bread is buttered.
2: Well, you know what? You need to get off that
0: bandwagon, Jay. I'm just saying. You need to get on what?
2: the Jensen Ackles Batman bandwagon. Um, I'm I telling say you, John
1: Ham. That's what I say. Has John Hamm John... voiced Batman? I don't think he has. No, but I think he'd. Be, I think he'd do a good job. Jason's
2: saying he. <sighs> I'm I'm curious now. I I'd, I'd like to hear. I would like to hear John Hamm's take on Batman
1: because he he's kind of got that like I don't know. He's got that deepness in his voice. I feel like if he, I don't want him to copy what Kevin Conroy did, but you know, change your inflection for Batman versus Bruce Wayne. I um, I think he'd do a great job.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be the pitfall. Is is. And the reason I don't envy whoever they decide to not that there's ever one set person who does Kevin Conroy is is in the best way possible um, uh, an anomaly. Normally, one voice actor isn't disconnected with a character for this long. It it doesn't normally happen unless it's unless it's a wholly original character. uh, And that's the only person who's, who's ever done the voice of that character. Like the guy who does SpongeBob's voice will be yeah. SpongeBob yeah, yeah. Till the day he dies, just because he created that character. Yeah, um, Kevin Conroy for 30 years, uh, and, and he's he's not been the only person to ever voice Batman, but he's been the go-to. Uh, he he even he and Mark Hamill uh, both came out of quote unquote retirement. Um, of voicing these characters in 2016 when Warner decided they wanted to do an ad, uh, animated adaptation of The Killing Joke. Um, Mark Hamill in particular was like, yeah, look, I had fun as Joker, but I'm, I'm 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 done with Joker. And then they announced this. And then they announced, well, Kevin Conroy wants to come do it. And as soon as Mark Hamill heard that, as soon as he heard Killing Joke and Kevin's on board, he's like, I want in. I don't care. I know I said I'm done, but nope. I lied. I want in. I want this. Um. So it's weird that one person well, is attached to a voice for that long. Well, and, and, and there therein lies an interesting
2: point, too, that we haven't really touched on. Okay. So, Batman and the Joker, right? Yes. They're kind of iconically tied together. Very much so. Very much so. And at the same time, you have this weird like similarity tie in between kevin and mark. It, it it's weird that they've they've become so like you know you know you know what I'm saying? Like like the Batman Joker and the Kevin Conroy Mark Hamill has become so uh tied together. I don't know. I just find it weird. Uh, I find it interesting. Okay, you need to say something, because we have a lot of dead air here.
0: I know. Sorry. I, 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 I was trying to find somewhere to make a comment on on that. But, yeah, um, well, yes, fine. it's an interesting dynamic. Well, fine. Let's see if I
2: care.
0: I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, like... I...
2: <laughs> well, it, it, you don't see that in, in, in... At least I've not seen that in any other... Actor character dynamic duo that 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 that's like transcended.
0: I've not seen that. What exactly do you mean? Like just that they always work together? Well no, no, not that they always work together. Okay. That the
2: character dynamic and the actor dynamic are so synonymous.
0: You're saying Kevin Conroy punched out Mark Hamill's teeth?
2: No, what I'm
0: saying is. Oh, okay. So, okay. like, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, so that's a cheap joke.
2: I'm okay, sorry. so let, 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 let's take it the other way. So, Mark Hamill, right? Uh huh. As uh-huh. Luke Skywalker and James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. Right? Okay. Okay. So, okay. Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, they're tied together, right? Yes. How yes. many, you know, so, like, anything that James Earl Jones does, does Mark Hamill jump on board with? No. like like James Earl Jones has done a lot of Star Wars stuff where he has voiced voiced Darth Vader but Mark Hamill's not like I want to be involved
0: because James Earl Jones is doing it yeah okay, okay so you're you're getting to like the loyalty to each other yeah the 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 sense of camaraderie the two of them have yeah the the yeah like the, okay the
2: the 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 the, the, the hardcore I, I don't know if i'm expressing myself correctly here i'm
0: yeah i I'm, I, don't, I don't we're not trying to disagree with you scott i just we don't quite get what you're getting at so I, that's what i'm just trying to understand so yeah yeah the, the camaraderie yeah. between the two and the chemistry between the two that that sense of of uh partnership between the two yeah
2: yeah it's it's almost like it was it was weird. It was like when Kevin Conroy decided he was gonna be Batman. If there was even a remote possibility that Mark Hamill could be Joker in that same project, he's like, "Yes, I'm on board." And it was just,
1: I don't know. Uh, so Scott, the reason I was so quiet is because my the whole we need a no name to be the next voice of the Batman got me on a tangent because I remembered a person and then I started digging through the Google. All
2: right.
1: Okay. All right. And since you have, since your YouTubes is connected to the podcast. My YouTube is connected to the podcast. Okay. Sure. We can, we can all hear, we can all hear you you play it. it, Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Um, look up Luke Taylor. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Luke Taylor. Taylor. Luke Taylor. Okay,
2: is there a specific thing I'm looking up looking up for Luke Taylor, or just in no, general? He,
1: he auditioned on American Idol, so if you want to watch the American Idol one, but okay. you're gonna to have to fast forward to like uh, I don't know, thirty seconds in to actually hear him talk. All right, hang like, on. So, so
2: we're gonna get interesting stuff here because I'm so I'm clicking on the first video on YouTube. That comes up when I search for quote, unquote, Luke Taylor, American Idol, which is the great voice of Luke Taylor impresses the the great Luke Bryan, American yes. Idol 2022. And you yeah, say and you're you gonna say,
1: have to fast forward to like 30 seconds, 30 seconds.
2: OK, so let me. Thank hello, you everyone. Trying.
1: So, Today so we're going into to uh, to make your yeah. videos really, really pop and stand out.
2: Okay, so we skipped the video, and so I, and now i got I to get to 30 seconds?
1: Like 30-ish seconds, where he's getting interviewed by uh, Ryan Seacrest. 30-ish seconds. Because can actually seconds. hear his
2: voice. Yeah. Okay, so I'm starting at 29 here. This is where I'm starting. Yep. All right. That's your voice? Yes. Sir. You're not doing that?
1: No.
0: <laughs>
1: so I didn't always have such a low voice. My voice started to drop around 16 or 17, the beginning of my junior year.
2: So you were in like puberty adolescent voice and then it just dropped? Yeah. So it went from here to there? Like that?
0: Did you ever crack? No, not really. It was a very dramatic drop. I went from being four foot eleven and singing alto to being six foot one and singing below bass. I'm
2: so into your voice, right? In a world.
0: In a world.
2: Have you done that before?
0: Just messing around. No, but you shouldn't be messing around, you can make some dough. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, if you just want someone with a deep voice, um, Don Bacon should be Batman. Don Bacon. Right? I, I,
2: Don yeah. Bacon has a beautiful voice, and and what? why he's not utilizing, I don't know. But this guy here, when 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 was Ryan Seacrest says you could be making some dough, he's not wrong because uh, like the 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 voice trailer guys, and I forget his name, he passed away several years ago. Oh, I forget I his know. name. Anyway, yeah. yeah. But there's a shortage now of these deep bass voice trailer guys.
0: He could be a new voice trailer guy. Well, trailers don't use voiceover from people anymore. We use voiceover from within the movie. Now. Well, so no, no, died, no, we no. all just it, we're not it, doing that it, anymore. They need to. Okay, uh, That's anyway. a whole different episode. It is. Kevin Conroy. <laughs>
1: But anyway, uh, so this guy, this kid, I I know him, like I said, I watch TikToks. I've seen him on TikTok, uh, and I guess he auditioned for American Idol, and I just remember he had a super deep voice. And yes, I know if you're just looking for a deep voice, whatever, but like, if you're a singer, you can put inflection, you can change um, octaves, like... If you wanted a no-name person, I was just—it's just somebody I threw out there. Yeah. Like I still would prefer John Hamm, but like, I just thought well, you guys would find that interesting because well, this dude—he's twenty years old. He has yeah. a super well,
2: deep voice. yeah, and a deep voice is good uh, for for a lot of different things. But when it comes to Batman and it comes to Kevin Conroy, like this is this is the the beauty of Kevin Conroy. This is why different producers and filmmakers kept going back to the Kevin Conroy well, is that he didn't just have that deep voice. Like, he had... He could play... And he could play adolescent Bruce Wayne, he could play Batman, and he could play elderly Bruce Wayne in the same scene. With different inflections, different emotions, he
0: was an actor. He was a thespian through and through i'm going to say he's a phenomenal voice actor yeah yeah yeah. yeah. because here's the deal i agree we've had plenty of people who are great actors play batman yeah uh christian bale great actor actor. when he plays batman and batman talks it's this yeah It's, it's it's become a parody yes so much so that you go back and watch the nolan trilogy and and for whatever ungodly reason, in the first movie, that intimidating voice kind of works because Batman never says more than, like, one or two sentences. Yes. Uh, they're short. In the second movie, we start giving him whole paragraphs of dialogue, and it's fucking ridiculous. It's horrible. It instantly kills any intimidation factor that Batman has. Yeah. What makes Kevin Conroy's genius is that his Batman voice sounds properly intimidating. Yes. And scary. Yes. Yet... Yes. Can be sustained through dialogue. Yes. It doesn't sound like he's putting on a voice. It just sounds like his voice. Yes. That's the genius of Kevin Conroy. It does not sound forced or put on. It just sounds natural, but it has that proper gravitas and grit to it that you expect to come out of when you see that silhouette of Batman. You expect to hear a voice like that come out of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jay, go ahead and cue your, your favorite Mad TV thing of Batman selecting his voice.
1: Oh, oh my God.
0: <laughs> You're Sorry. supposed to quote it, not just laugh oh. at it, Jay.
1: Oh, my God. Where were the other drugs going? What the hell? Where were the other drugs going? What, high-pitched? Yeah, like, you know... High pitch. it's like a like a bat you know like sonar no no all right all right hold on hold on hold on where were the other drugs going is that malkovich yeah you know like <laughs> i'm better i'm stronger i'm batman uh no no where were the other drugs going oh wait wait that's good you're not know, just saying that my voice is it's like this because i've been trying so many other voices Oh no, it's really good. I swear to God. Swear to me. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. it makes me laugh every time I watch it. These these men, they're sleeping. They can really talk it out.
0: Do you not know <laughs> what death is? Anyway. Um Yeah, yeah no, perfect example. <clears throat> um, you know, it's it's a goofy skit, but it 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 also usually illustrates the the why Kevin Conroy was so beloved as this character, and why we kept going back to him to do it again for thirty years is is it just worked it was beautiful in its simplicity but rich in its complexity um and again, he got to play the character for so long and so many incarnations in so many different ways, shapes, and forms he got to do so much with his character um I normally put up a huge argument about naming him as the best Batman because he's never physically played Batman. But you know what? I'm not even going to argue today. I'm just, no. Kevin Conroy in that voice. Uh, to this day, when I'm reading a comic book and Batman is speaking, it's Kevin Conroy's voice in my head. Yep. And that will never change. Yep. And,
2: and that in, an, in and of itself, that should be the best argument for Kevin Conroy being the best Batman because when you when you look at Batman you go to his voice if if you don't you're like you know watch live action you have another voice to listen to if you're just if 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 you're if you're looking at a comic or whatever and you just you just see like the Batman dialogue it's his voice that you go to yep um and and his his voice acting and everything was so subtle and nuanced and everything. Like everything he did as a voice actor, not even just as Batman, but just as a voice actor completely, was a master class in voice acting. He conveyed so much emotion and and I I, I don't I don't I don't even know how to express it. So much range just in his voice. Yeah. Yeah. The world is a lesser place without him. It is. So,
0: anyway. And also, I'm just... uh, Scott just gave me an idea, and I wish he'd given it to me like 10 years ago (laughs) so I could have pitched it to Kevin Conroy. So, you know, riff tracks, right? They just make jokes that sync up with your movie. Kevin yep. Conroy could have made bank just redubbing over Va- Batman for any Batman movie. <laughs> yes. Well, they did it. Cue they, up your Batman movie. Cue I, up this riff tracks, and it's it's me just talking over the actor playing Batman.
2: So I I think they did a Kevin Conroy The Dark Knight animated version. Right? I thought they did that.
0: I I, I don't know what you're talking about. An I animated thought... version of the Dark Knight movie? Yes,
2: yes. An animated version of the Dark Knight with Kevin Con- Conroy as Batman. Hang on.
1: Let's see what the Google says. There, you go. there was
0: a Gotham Knights anime thing nope. that came yeah, up nope, between nope, movies. Nope, nope, nope. There was the Dark Knight Returns two part animated movie. Ah.
1: Batman: The Dark Knight Returns? Animated, ah. the Dark Knight final scene animated version. Kevin oh, okay. Conner so he voiced right? over the last scene.
0: Yeah,
2: the last yeah. scene. He um, voiced over the I'm last going scene. Do
1: it right now. Yes. On the YouTube. Yeah, he, yeah. He Hold voiced on.
2: over the last scene with with, with the um, uh, the monologue. The you know you 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 live Gordon's long enough
0: monologue.
2: Well, you have Gordon there, but you also then, then Kevin Conroy does the, you know, you you live long enough to see yourself become the villain thing.
0: That was Harvey Dent's line. No, that's well, not I'm Harvey saying, Dent's line. You're gonna send me a link. I'm confused. Hang on. No, the the line about you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain is a Harvey Dent line. No, it's not. No, it's not. Gonna. Yes, it no, is. No, it's not. When they're at dinner, Harvey Dent says
2: it. Yeah, earlier, but l- later, when Harvey's dead, uh, uh, Batman says it. Because okay. he says, he says, I, I killed Harvey. all those people. Hang on.
1: I'm, watch- I'm watching it right now. Yeah, because I'm the hero Gotham needs, but not the one it deserves.
2: Hang on. Oh, come on. I know I found this earlier. Really? You're not going to show it to me now, you
1: bastard YouTube? They, he just said it. He just said you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. That's what Batman said. He's He is he's reek- repeating Harvey Dent. Harvey yeah,
0: Dent. he's
2: repeating yeah. Harvey Dent's line, but Batman does say it.
1: Okay.
0: This has been nerds looking up stuff on YouTube.
2: It's okay. It's a silent sorry. edition. It's fine. Sorry. We're good. Sorry.
1: I was listening to it. I, well, I, I found it. It's the Dark Knight final scene animated yeah. version, in parentheses, Kevin Conroy. But it doesn't quite sound like Kevin Conroy. It's too. Kevin Maybe Conroy. I'm... Leave it alone. Okay. It might just be a bad recording. It's possible, too. Yeah. Anyway. No, it it is. It's like just the last scene. It's that whole yeah. okay. Harvey's dead, like, reanimated. It's animated. Okay. Not reanimated. <laughs> it <didn't>... no, Harvey's <laughs> a zombie? What movie are you guys watching?
2: Oh, yes.
1: shoot. I looked up the wrong one. It was The Dark Knight of the Living Dead. Wow. No, no, no. It's Dark Knight Reanimator with,
2: uh, uh, oh, shit. What's his name? He plays Shran. Herbert West? No, well, it's the character's name, but what's the actor's name?
0: He plays Tran. What's his name? Yeah, Tran. No, uh, not Tran. I don't. can't think of his name. He, he, I did not print for that. Well, shit. This, this, My mind is in Batman the Animated Series territory. I,
1: I, found a, I found another video. I don't think this is right either. This one's called The Dark Knight Rises. Um, All right, we're just
0: going to cut this off. No, no, we're done. We're but done.
1: It, it, yeah.
0: <laughs> So, our conclusion, Kevin Conroy, we we will miss you sorely. Uh, your voice will be the one we hear when we read Batman in comics. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for 30 amazing years of defining the voice yeah. of a character. And three great
2: Batman video games, which I will replay over and over
0: again. I will play two of them. I'm uh, fine with all That's three a lot. That's a lot. I'll play origins. That's a lot. Well, he didn't he didn't voice origins. Like I said, two of them. <sighs>
1: okay. Also, I just want to throw in thank you for having the patience of a kindergarten teacher when <laughs> you guys in front of me tried to do a Batman voice for Batman and that you didn't just start laughing in their faces. Yeah. And you just went, "Oh." oh, oh nice. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good job buddy you were speaking french you hang <laughs> in <any> there <laughs> for any friends watchers out there you'll get that reference it's so wrong
0: it's so wrong
1: uh, okay
0: well before we get off the rails again
1: um, thank
0: you Kevin Conroy and we will miss you share your Kevin Conroy stories what's your favorite thing he voiced Batman in is it a video game is it an animated movie is it a series favorite episode whatever it is Uh, Let us know, share your stories, share your thoughts. Um, Thank you for listening. And this has been your weekly nerd alert.